welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, you, welcome back to another episode of Captivating Clothes. So good to be here with you this afternoon or whatever time that it is in your world right now. I am, at the time of this recording, just watching fall come upon us. Um, I just experienced a funny um, weather. Uh, It's like sunny, then rainy, then dark, then bright, and all the things. So we're definitely starting to settle into the colder months, which I'm totally good with. Although here in Idaho, we have insanely long winters or I'm just getting older. I don't know, but it feels like the winters just keep getting longer. And my favorite seasons are fall and spring and they just are not long enough here, but that is okay. We are heading into a high octane season Uh, within my company. We're getting clearer on the long-term vision and we're gearing up for Um, some new things that are coming out and gearing up for our in-person event in Texas, which is going to be so amazing. The vision is coming together really well and I can just feel this incredible momentum building. Sort of like all things are really coming together, right? And this is something that I really want to hold space for you in Uh, really having that vision and knowing that it doesn't happen overnight. You know, I'm turning the corner on, let's see, my third to fourth year as a business owner. And it's been fast, but it's been slow. And I think, you know, I have had accelerated results, if you will, but it's all relative, right? In comparison to what? And some days, some days it feels too heavy to bear, right? And, you know, we were just um, on Marketing Mastery within 10K Content Collective and uh, and it's fascinating, you know, you can get so stuck in the weeds. It's like, well, I haven't gotten a client in a while or I haven't, it doesn't feel like it's working. And if you're not really, you know, locked into the vision of where you're going, it's really easy to get consumed by all the drama of or perceived drama of what's happening today, right? Not feeling clear enough, feeling like the plan isn't working, feeling like you're not good enough, all the things. Um, but this this theme is truly, it's it's ultimately like, are you in it for the long haul? Or not, and if you are just kind of hoping to make money super fast or become famous overnight, like good luck, good luck. And the journey from here to there, whatever that looks like for you, isn't straight and narrow. In fact, it's really curvy and messy and and high and low. And if you don't have that vision to really anchor into, 
you'll be done. You'll burn out really fast. So it's super fun not to say that I am not experiencing, right, those peaks and valleys of entrepreneurship, if you will. But the vision has been strong. And a lot of people will look at me and be like, you're so consistent. How did you, like, how have you gotten where you are so fast? Or they, you know, all you see is sort of like what I'm doing or what I'm achieving. But what you don't see is how clear and strong I feel about the certainty of my vision. And so I hope that that's something that you can really start to look or evaluate for yourself and your business is like, do I even have a vision? Like, where do I want to go? Um, and, and understanding that it's, it's several steps in between here and there. It's not just sort of like I do this and this happens. So just encouraging you today, you know, I experienced summer was just such a fascinating time for me. So much inner growth business was funny and amazing, like record highs. And, and then my just stepping into a new season of motherhood which has been so so beautiful but then that comes with like the contrast the inner turmoil and when I'm ready to share about that I will as I always do but part of what I want to share with you today is that reflection period in that history and I get asked a lot because I talk about my journaling a lot and I actually encourage our clients to journal as well but I get asked, like, what's your process for journaling, right? And this is the same thing for, like, content creation and things like that. People want the system, right? How you do it. And to be honest, it's like whatever system works for you, it's it's the one that you're going to use. But I think it's important to understand, like, why is it important to journal? And I don't know if you've ever asked yourself that question. But I think when we start hearing about things that we're, quote, unquote, supposed to do, and then we start doing them, but we don't really know why we're doing them. I think this was me several years ago. I mean, if you've read anything about high performance habits, even the actual book by Brendan Burchard, High Performance Habits, I think part of that, it's been a while since I've read that, but he has a whole list of things that you should do, right? And it's like, okay, I better do this. <laughs> but then there's no sort of connection to why does that matter for you? And what are you hoping to gain out of that um, so that you can get that, so you can build that habit for yourself? It just goes back to to the vision, right? If you're just creating something to because you think you should or because it kind of sounds nice, but you don't know why or where you're going with it, it's so hard to be consistent with anything. And so the same thing goes for journaling. I think a lot of people have been told you should journal and it gets kind of, you know, tossed around in our industry or personal growth. But I wanted to share why I journal, why I think it's important and the process I use, because I think this will help you define what that might look like for you, because I do think it's a very valuable process. And when I started to understand why I do it and I started to extract the benefits of it, I was like, oh, okay, like I will never not journal. And I think that's the best thing you can do. So one of the things that I love about journaling, first of all, is it allows me to declutter my brain. If you're like me, you have a bazillion things going on in your mind. And 
you're managing all the things, right? Not just business, but motherhood, marriage. You're, you know, for me, I've got three kids. So I'm thinking about all of their schedules. They're in three different schools. They're all in different activities and in the constant shuffling. So it's like, there is so much happening in my brain. On top of that, massive ADD. (laughs) And so just like the easily, I'm easily distracted and my thought loops can, um, consume me so there's just so many things happening in my brain and for me to be able to just unpack it is like the most beneficial thing that I gain from journaling and I think it's it's fascinating because I think that might not sound very crucial to you but the amount of freedom that you experience when you literally unpack your brain and put it onto paper a you will feel lighter like physically lighter but B, you're going to start to see all the chaos that's happening in there. Sometimes you're you're only focused on the biggest or or most important thoughts, if you will. But what you're not hearing or seeing or bringing awareness to is all the other thoughts that you're having. I think they've said like you have 60,000 thoughts in a day. I don't really know the stat, but it's a lot. And... Most of those thoughts you don't even know you're having. And a lot of them are driving your feelings and behaviors without you even knowing it. And so when you can really unpack that, see it on paper, it gives you like all of this space to work with to be like, holy crap, I can't believe that I was thinking all those things, right? I think of it like when you do your spring cleaning And like in my closet, I start to see clothes that I haven't really seen before because they've been in the same spot covered by the same things and I overlook them every day. And when you go to purge, you start seeing things differently, right? And my husband will be like, well, you haven't worn this in forever. I'm like, I know because I haven't seen it and I I might want to wear it later, right? And so you have to bring those things to the forefront to decide like what do you want to do with it? So as you brain dump, you're going to declutter and also bring awareness to what's going on. And so the process here is literally you get out your pen. And I think the biggest mistake here that I really want you to avoid is like overthinking your writing, overthinking your journaling process. So if you're wondering like, well, who will see this? Well, let's let's like get rid of that thought. You know, do something with your journal where you don't have to worry about people seeing it. But also like I told my husband, like he saw, mine was like sitting flat out on, on the bed somewhere and I saw him like peek down and be like, what's this? I'm like, oh, you know, that's my, that's my journal, my, my mess of a brain. Feel free to read it if you want, but it's kind of scary, right? And like, he has no desire to see that. So for you, it's thinking about if that is a fear, and this is something I never really considered, but I hear it a lot is like, I'm afraid that people will find it. Okay, so let's fix that. Let's make sure that nobody's going to find it. And worst case scenario, if they do, um, you know, how can you, you know, uh, consider that ahead of time? So the the point there is like, don't overthink this process. When you go to brain dump, don't think about what you should be saying or how you should be saying it. You're literally just letting the pen drive you. It's fascinating. You don't have to think about anything. You just brain dump. From there, you're going to get a compilation of the thoughts you're having, the feelings you're having, the the big challenges that are going on in your life, right? You're going to have the most obvious things, but then you're going to start seeing 
the less obvious things as well. And you're going to bring a lot of clarity just in that in that space of brain dumping. But then you get to just kind of pause and reflect and kind of see like all the junk that you're holding. My favorite time to journal is not necessarily when things are going right, which I should probably do more of throughout the day, but it's usually when I'm feeling really heavy with something, right? Thoughts or feelings and I can't release it. And so I just, I just start journaling. And when I kind of see all these things, I get to see like what's actually true, what's not true. Where do I need to spend some attention to shift or reprioritize? And you will feel like you're a little bit more in control. It's sort of like when you read um, The Untethered Soul, a lot of that focus is really taking a backseat to your, your thoughts. And you get to separate your brain from you. Because you are not your thoughts. And this process kind of gives you that disconnect. So if you're feeling um, embarrassed or you're feeling shameful or you're just feeling so overwhelmed about money or your relationship, it starts to become you. But when you put it on paper, it's not you. It's something outside of you. And it again, it's very, very liberating and can give you a sense of freedom. But from there, what we get to do is like reposition. What do I want for myself in this moment instead? And so you don't have to do this step. Sometimes I'll just do a brain dump and I'll leave it there and I'll be like, that's all I needed. But a lot of times I want to experience something different. And so I start to think about, I, I start to embody the version of myself, right? Three years from now, two years from now, or the version of me that I just feel excited to be, which could be in any moment right I just get to decide that I want to be here but I feel so disconnected from her and so I write about her this is how I want to think instead this is how I want to feel instead this is what I desire instead and now we start to bridge the gap of where we're at the stories that we're telling ourselves and truly who we want to be and step into and that gives us that decision point to say can I just be that today now a lot of times you just have to let that emotion process it's not about fixing it, right? If you're journaling out of heaviness or your your brain dump and you're you're just really feeling overwhelmed, sometimes it's you seeing it and letting it just process. We're not judging it. We're not trying to change it. We're not trying to, you know, hack it. It's just simply like I'm seeing it for what it is. Let it and like sit in it. And you guys, a lot of times you know, I think of entrepreneurship or just life of just learning how to be with uncomfortable emotions. So as you brain dump, right, then you start thinking about what do I want instead? What do I want to like, what do I want to feel? And you're going to have this collection. So this is where I love this for me too, is aside from the freedom of separating from the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions and just being truthful with myself about what's, what's real versus what's not what's a story and then reminding myself of who I want to be and what I'm creating instead is this documentation this history of what you're creating as you journal every day or every week or whatever that process looks like for you I had this fascinating um this fascinating experience a week or two ago when I was journaling I was feeling heavy I was really trying to like sit into it and again me overanalyzing everything which is something that can be a strength but also 
um, kind of like my Achilles heels, like I want to overanalyze everything. I need to know why I'm feeling this way. But as I'm just journaling about an experience and I'm like, this feels really familiar, very familiar emotions, um, bo- like body responses. And I started to revisit some older entries of my journal at the beginning of the year when I, I remember a season of, I even uh, did a podcast about it, the identity crisis. And I was like, you know, I feel like this might be that again. But I went back to those journal entries and oh my gosh, the similarities were ridiculously, ridiculously striking. It was like I was writing things word for word. And it was in that moment that I realized, well, A, (laughs) for one, it's like, okay, I've been here before, right? So I'm not going to die right? I'm not going to die of these uncomfortable emotions. I've been here before, but A, I have been here before and really seen a pattern. And you can start to really, like when you have this history and you have the documentation, because you think you're going to remember, you know, I talk to my clients all the time. They'll, they'll have a huge win that they realized it was sort of like oh, this aha moment. And I'm like, you need to write about it right? Because you will not remember. Even though you think you're going to remember it, you're not going to remember the details and what created that or what was the result of that or the, the, the process you had to go through to get there. You won't remember those details. And so this history and the documentation of that just gives you so much to draw from and start to see some patterns. But some of which are totally normal and fine, but you can then get better at even breaking some of those patterns. Like, why do I keep finding myself here? What are the things that I do that keep me coming back here? The other thing is, probably the most important, is you get to see how far you've come, right? This, I think we get so wrapped up into the surface level results. Well, I haven't hit 5K months or 10K months or 100K months yet. I'm losing. This isn't working. And then you look back three months, six months, one year ago and think about what was your life like then? What were you doing then? What were your problems then? They're going to be starkly different if you're growing. They may not present as the result or the thing that you thought it would. But as you reflect in the growth and the improvement and who you've become, that is the gold. And when you can remind yourself of that, you can prevent yourself from completely self-sabotaging yourself because we get into these loops of this isn't working and I need to fix it and I need to run or I need to, you know, drop everything and quit or pivot or whatever. We see this a lot. This I, this story of like, this isn't working. I need to do something different. When all along it was working for you, you quit right before the momentum hit. So this, the documentation and the history and the journaling can help you straighten that out. It can pick up the patterns, but it can also remind you how far you have come, right? I was looking at an old journal. I have so many notebooks, right? And I was looking at an old one from a couple years ago, and I remember feeling like, how am I ever going to replace my 100K salary, right? I was making over six figures in corporate, And it felt pretty overwhelming to think about replacing that as a solopreneur. And that was like my biggest fear almost. It was sort of like, will I be able to do it? You know, does, you know, my husband is trusting me. 
can I hit, you know, those eight to 10 K months. And that was sort of the, the consuming fear, if you will, that I had to navigate then. And like, you know, that's like, you know, like pocket change anymore and the growth. So it's like, I, my problems are different and new and they feel heavy, but then I look back and like see how far I've come and grown and the emotions I've had to navigate and the person, you know, I've had to grow into to get there. And I feel so proud. I feel so proud. And I want you to feel so proud of yourself too, because the surface level results or the thing that you thought you were working for that you haven't gotten yet, you have no idea how far you've come. But this process of journaling allows this very comprehensive, holistic um, exercise for you to get gain that freedom, gain that clarity, get the brain, like dump the brain, see what's real, evaluate, move on, revisit, right? Improve. Like it's such a beautiful process. And I think when you come at things like that, so whether it's journaling or a morning routine or you know, finding a new diet, when you can understand, come in with it, like, how will this benefit me? What do I want to gain from this? And how long am I willing to commit to it until I can really experience that, that result that I'm seeking? You are more likely to not just be consistent with that habit or that thing, but you're actually going to amplify your results from it. So I I hope this was helpful for one to see how I journal, why I journal and how it could benefit you and why I would love for you to find a process that works for you because I do think it is something that it's a tool that you, you will want to leverage as you grow as an entrepreneur in your life too. But if you think about generally habits or things or you know, processes that you might feel like you're falling short on that can't, you can't gain rhythm in. This is, you know, it's probably why, you know, lack of vision, not understanding the why, not having the commitment to see something through to get the result you're looking for in, you know, that habit, that process or whatever. But then understanding what does it mean to you, right? Asking yourself, well, what does this mean to me? And just pausing, right? Because a lot of people are going to tell you what to do. But unless you know why it's good for you, we'll never be able to really see it through. So I hope this was helpful. And I just appreciate you opening your ears, your minds, your hearts for this message today. And I'll see you next time. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. See you there.